and welcome back to the latest episode of Energized. Barry, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, Roscoe. How are you today? I'm doing absolutely fine, but that doesn't matter because if you're new to the Energized podcast... Welcome. And if you're a returning Energized listener... Welcome back. So, Barry, we were at Bellator 227, or aka Bellator Dublin on the weekend. We were. Tell me about it. Um, Where do I start, Ross? First of all, like... Everyone who was there, I'm sure some new people are checking out their work now. That was one of the best atmospheres I've been in in a very, very long time. I think it was the best MMA event I've ever been to in terms of the crowd. Yeah. It was like better than UFC Dublin. Yeah. Because I feel like everyone there knew what they were cheering for. As opposed to UFC Dublin, it was really like, Go on, McGregor! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it like, was... who's McGregor? It's like, is he the guy, the ball guy or the other fella? It's like, yeah. The guy walked out with the Irish flag, man. Yeah, we're obviously going to go into detail about that whole card itself. But I think, like, when Peter Creedy came out uh, and the, he had Zombie playing by the Cranberries and then he came back from almost the dead, the atmosphere just went unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, he said post-fight that without that crowd, like, he could not quit without that crowd. And um, still to this moment, I don't know how to describe that crowd because you're not going to get that anywhere else. No offense to anyone, like, from anywhere else, but, like, there was even people not from Dublin, not from Ireland, like, saying that was the most craziest atmosphere ever. I always spent, like, a solid 20 minutes in work trying to explain to someone, and I was like, oh, and you know how I explained to you? I go, it was better than that. Because it was just one of those things where I've never seen it. Um, Peter Queedy, when you, as Barry said, when he walked out of Zombie, after he came out, Ryan Scope was coming out after him. And I don't know what Ryan Scope's walkout song was, because the crowd, like, Sung over Ryan Scope's uh, walkout song, the yeah. song Zombie, and it was like, it was out of this world, wasn't it? Yeah. Some people said to us, like, oh, I'm not paying that sort of money to go see these fights. And um, it's not even about the fighters itself, it's more like the atmosphere. And like when you're in that, like, it, the show went on till about like 12 o'clock. Usually we yeah. were expecting to get out there by 11. But the show went on way I think longer. It was quarter past twelve, I think, by the time. Yeah, it was, it was unexpected, but like it was so like that. You know, you, there, moments like that are really, really hard to find in any sporting event. Like I mean, I know the darts are always on wheels. Uh, it was sort of like the darts, but better. It was more like an Irish version of the darts. Um, yeah, like but it, songs. It, it was one of those things where was, they weren't just locked for the sake of being locked watching the darts. And yeah. they, I feel like the darts like let's all get locked and go. As opposed to like people were actually like getting behind someone. Yeah. And it was like... Yeah. I can't wait for the next one. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's it's just actually so hard to explain how like special that arena was. It was. Sure, as as you were saying when we were there, like even the refs took out their phones to record the crowd. Yeah. And I like, think about it, there's people like Benson Henderson there, obviously Punk, Josh Thompson, uh, who else? Like Goldie. Um, they were all saying they'd never seen anything like it. Yeah. Ben and Henderson was like, I owe Dublin a better fight yeah. than I gave tonight. Yeah, he d- yeah, he did. It was uh, something crazy. Um, also, Dan Curtin, who's like in charge of like the European scene of Bellator, he was saying that like they've already have a booked in to return in February, and I hundred percent tell you to get down there to the event. It's like just not to be missed. It's something crazy. It's something no way. You you can't even explain it properly. Like I know we were recording it and stuff, but like it doesn't do justice. Like even the bass in the place was so loud. Like you oh scared of life or something. But like, Different gravy. Yeah, but myself and Ross were there. We were part of the media. Ross even brought his home. He tried to get Conor McGregor to sign it, and Conor McGregor goes, who the fuck is that guy? But uh, that was um, such a crazy event. And they are coming back in February. 
So, yeah, uh, so definitely get on that. Be there, be square. Yeah. Uh, also, a quick shout out to the lads who are running FoyCon in February in Cork as well. It's not going to be on the same weekend, by the way. That's going to be in Cork. Uh, tickets are actually on sale now. The early bird ones, and they're selling like hotcakes. Yeah, um, I think we have a discount code. If you like, use code Energize, you get some money off it. I can't remember whether it was 10%, 15%, 20%, but it's some percent. It's some percent. We'll let you know if you want to find out. Just, uh, or if you buy a ticket, let us know how much you got off. Yeah. But um, I think we may as well start it off with the card, Ross, because the title of the show is uh, Irish MMA is back. Uh, myself, myself and Ross, we got there on time for Philip Peter's fight against the Butcher. Uh, Philip Peter actually won by decision. And then uh, as we do, Ross, we went for a gander around the arena. Yeah, we did indeed. Um, we went up and got some food as well. Uh, Bellator actually catered first, which was quite nice. Barry got yeah. fish and like, he goes, I don't want to keep on going on about the fish. So like he was going on about the fish. So he got like... <laughs> Um, Melvin Manhoff was there Fabian Edwards was there um, I'm trying to think of else Jeremy Stevens was there um, who else there Barry we were there P.T. Carroll was there P.T. Carroll yeah MMA Jim MMA Jim uh, Conor McGregor was there Gareth A. Davis like no the usual suspects one might say yeah it, it was actually great to see I was surprised who was crazy wasn't there actually yeah same here uh, but look, Bellator also had two two eight on the following night, so like that's yeah. like sort of split their Bellator slabs, didn't they? Yeah, I can't I just. It's it's so funny because this week we were like, right, well, we focused more on UFC two two eight, two forty three. No, two forty three this weekend. Oh, sorry, UFC two forty three that's on this weekend. Whitaker's taking on Adesanya, or should we look back at Bellator Dolan? But it was just like such a big event, and we were there also, so we're going to look into it. So we'll do a bit of both. Yeah. So if you're enjoying the show, anyway, make sure to like and uh, hit a subscribe if you uh, have not subscribed. So Barry, who were the standouts? Standouts of the show for you? Um. Well, uh, Elias Buland, Boulay, the Dutch kickboxer. He had a very impressive win. Ross made very good mates with his brother, the Dutch. Polly D. Yeah, oh my god, his brothers were like obsessed with us. Uh, his brother goes to me, he was like, Are you on drugs? And I was like, Yes. I was I was like, No, why? And he was like, You've really big eyes. I was like, Thanks. I was born this way. And then I was like, I'm actually sound called sober. I'm here with the media. And he was like, You must know my brother, Elias Boulat. And I was like, Yeah, someone with the knee. And then he and then he was wearing a a Barcelona tracksuit and he's like, I have all the tracksuits. Right here, fuck him anyway, right? Uh, Richie Smullyan won as well and then uh, Danny Nealon won her debut as well. Uh, yeah. We'll just look quickly into the main card because it was a weird one here. Yeah, the, the way they do is they have like the regular prelims, then they have like the American card and then they have like the Irish main event. It's like it's like three cards in one. By the way, Bellator, when you do come back, like please don't do 18 fights again. Like 12 no. is plenty. No. It's hard to look through the scantry where uh, Will Fleury was beaten by a guy called Norbert Novienne Jr., who was only 19, by the way. Uh, keep an eye on him as well. Uh, Ross said that uh, he was doing the Fortnite dances as well. Yeah, he was indeed. He was doing the, the flossing and then, like, that one. I feel like those dances are a bit done now or something, aren't they? Yeah, they are a bit, but maybe he hasn't got a chance to fight and he's been practicing. Actually, that's very true, yeah. Um, Liam McCourt won as well, very impressively as well. Yeah. And then uh, Benson Henson got to a split decision with Miles Jury. And, he's uh, not winning the decision, no. Well, it says winner decision. Sorry, I just, I was just. It just used to win. Benson win. I know, like bits. some of the fights were fucking shit. Like, you know what I mean, like what that do you wasn't do? though. That was a good fight. Oh, I just went. It was like yeah, when you know they're coming out and it's going to be a decision. You're a bit like, why you go to the jacks? Why well, sign a few autographs in the jacks? But here we're talking about the the worst ones first. Uh, yeah, let's get the main. Like cards. Kiefer, uh, Kiefer Crosby won by decision as well. Uh, he didn't really like look like he was. 
He looked a bit tr- trigger shy, didn't he? Yeah, something looked off at him as well. But here, look, Peter Creedy defeated Ryan Scopia. Peter Creedy won the first round. Uh, in the second round, he got knocked down, and I don't know how he got back like up and won. Like a zombie. Yeah. Uh, the, there's also something about Peter Creedy and watching him like, he can't be put away, isn't there? You just expect him to be, be there throughout the entire fight. Uh, he got back up. In fairness, Ryan Scope basically had him finish at one stage, and if yeah. the ref actually like pulled Ryan Scope off, he would have been like, Fair enough. Yeah. Like, it was um, funny because myself and Ross were watching it and, like, just right, we were at the very back of the row and then, like, all, like, Artem and all, like, Keen Cowley and all yeah. stand behind us. And I was like, oh, well, I think I think we really can't get up. But, like, try not to say it too loud yeah. in, case, in case Artem called me out for a bare-knuckle boxing match. Yeah, and then, like, I was, I was like, hugging um, Sergoy and I was hugging Artem after that. I was like, unbelievable. <laughs> <You> were... <laughs> it was it was incredible. It was. It, it, it was. was it was like Cole Pendred when he when he came back on UFC Dublin. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other ones. I wasn't far off Czech Congo coming back against Pat Barry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you see, when you see them fights on TV, you're like, no way, but when you're totally invested and all. See, that's the thing. There were so many fights, right? So you're so like, hi, low, hi, low. And then you're like, oh, geez, I need a monster or a coffee or something. Yeah. But it's so warm, you can't have a coffee. I was like, I need to go get a drink. Ross was like, don't get a beer. And I was like, yeah, I was going to get a triple Jager bomb. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so Peter Creedy won, fair play to him. Uh, as I said, Kiefer Crosby won. But Michael Venom Page defeating Richard Carley by uh, knockout in the first round. Ross, what do you say? This was, like, just extremely one-sided. Uh, yeah. Venom Page uh, also got a point taken off him for unsportsmanlike conduct. Barry, what did you actually think of that? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was very harsh. I thought it was, like, unnecessary. I thought... I actually think, right, if you can actually put someone in such a bad position that you can, like, freeze to be like, oh, selfie, you know what I mean? Like, you should be allowed to do it. What do you think? Apparently, Richard I'm Coley, not against it. Uh, Richard, I'm not for it, but I'm not against it. Richard Coyley got, like, thousand euro fine for giving him the finger. I feel like you're fighting someone, like, and, you give, and you're like, there you go, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that should be fine. Especially the back and forth they've had in the build-up. Yeah, exactly. But that flying knee was something special, wasn't it? Yeah, Michael Van Pe- I think we actually said it to each other. We were like, yeah. he's, go- he's you're like, he's going to hit him with something and then a flying knee and then it was like, oh shit, there he was. Yeah, but like, you could just tell the way the two of them were sort of going about with that MVP. He was, he was going to finish him with something spectacular. He wasn't going to yeah. just let him, you let know, him away with him. be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was going to be something like devastating. Yeah. Uh, James Callagher also won in the main event against Roman Salazar in like 24 seconds. Yeah, sunk a guillotine in and that was it. That's all she yeah. wrote. Well, that's basically all the fights in the card. Uh, Ross, a few things I want to t- discuss about the card because some people yeah. said people are fighting tin cans, this, that and the other. Um, what did you make of the fights themselves? Because it seems like James, I know James Gallagher and Keeper Crosby had late uh, replacements. but um, um, I'll, I'll give you my opinion on it, right? Um, first of all, Kiefer Crosby ended up fighting a BGA black belt and like Kiefer's main skill is striking so therefore yeah. a last minute replacement for him with a totally different opponent than he was originally faced. I mean, you're going to be that bit more attentive. The last thing you want to do is lose someone on six days' notice. Yeah. You know I mean? Well, I'll, I'll agree to that and then I'll ask you another question. You can see James and Kiefer getting serious preferential treatment here. Um, but when is it going to get to the stage where they are actually fighting in an actual weight class rather than their own catch weights? Well, you know what I mean? In fairness to James, he was originally scheduled to fight at Bantamweight, but then he ended up, his opponent pulled out, so he had to fight someone at a catchweight. And then James made the catchweight, and then his opponent still weighed it overweight. And look, 
when someone pulls out in four or five days notice, it's, it's hard to get a replacement for them. Um, that fella Elner, he was what eight and two, so like. It's hard to tell whether these guys are decent because they don't have much of a name. Yeah, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm just sort of asking mm. the questions people are asking you because we can't be blowing smoke with people's asses. No, well, like, I don't think I can name 10 people in the Bantamweight division. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's well, not well, a... Well, there's a Grand Prix going on, no? Th- yeah, but that's the Featherweight division. Yeah. So it's like, it's not as if it's stacked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, look like Will Flurry, he got he got a good scene to him there. Will was on our show. Yeah. Um. Obviously, the performance of the night has got to Peter Queeley. Yeah. Um, like, even Conor McGregor was there. He jumped out, jumped to him. I know. It was just an unbelievable atmosphere. It did feel very Irish. And, like, everyone, like, when you looked around, everyone was taking part. Uh, it's obviously coming back again in February. When we know the dates, we'll let you know. But, Ross, what needs to be done for the next time Bellator rolls around to Dublin again? Because, obviously, we're going again. By the way, I sent Holly an email. Thanks, Holly, if she's listening. Yeah. Uh, saying thanks again for looking after us. So I CC'd you in as well. And nice. I said we'll see her again in February. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Thanks again, Holly. But you got to have to keep on coming with the, with the Dublin guys, and, well, the Irish guys. You know what I mean? Irish That's what guys. needs to be done. Uh, I think maybe get Dylan Dallas on the card. Um, I'd probably throw James and maybe a contender fight. Maybe give him the Bandeas rematch. That could add a bit of traction. I suppose he, he might be fighting Brian Moore. Yeah, that could be good on the London card. Yeah. I'd love if they got Keen Cowley on the card as well, and if they got uh, Ian Gary on the card as well, like that yeah. would that like you know what I mean, and obviously if Redzer was on the card as well, if like there was only one team Rhino person on, I think. Yeah, it was Keith McCabe. Yeah, and he lost to yeah. Tony Badger. Yeah, look, if they just give us a similar enough card to what they gave there, just yeah. like everyone gets so up a step I yeah. think I'd be all about it like we see, we didn't even need the Benson and Henson Wild Juries fight no. uh, because people were sort of like we just want Irish people constantly and then like uh, MVP was also a bonus as well yeah. but like oh yeah give us MVP back give us MVP, MVP was like oh, I love fighting in Ireland yeah he was yeah he, he, he was like, he, he, even though he was fighting an Irish person yeah so that's I, feel, what, I feel like people weren't overly trying to boo him you know that no, no, he was. He got cheered afterwards. Yeah, he says I'm MIP, M- yeah. Michael Irish, Irish Page. Page. Yeah. Uh, anything else to say about Bellator Dublin, Ross, before we move uh, on to uh, Bellator? You know what? I go as far as to say it was event of the year. You know that? Yeah. Man, that atmosphere. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, like the show, like the uh, this episode if you actually went to the event and if you're going to go next time. I actually wouldn't mind watching it back on TV just to hear how loud the crowd are in the background when you're watching TV. Yeah, so it was absolutely crazy. Uh, just another quick thing, Bellator 229 is on this weekend. Uh, Anthony Kurishkov is taking on Renzel Arkin. Um, yeah, also Bellator 228 was on the Saturday as well, but like... Yeah, Pippa won. We can't spend. Yeah, yeah, but it's bigger fish to fry here as well. Uh, also, UFC Copenhagen was on. Uh, Jack Manson lost against Jared Cannonier. Ross, we both talked Manson will win. Cannonier won second round. And let's say. And he called out the winner of this weekend's fight. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, so we might so, as well move on this weekend. Exactly. Fight. Also, poor Gunnar Nelson lost as well to Gilbert Burns. That was a bit shy. Yeah. So uh, this Saturday, UFC two forty three. 243. Melbourne, Australia. Marvel Stadium. Our mates, Robert, the Grim Weeper, Whitaker versus Stylebender, Israel Adesanya for the unified middleweight UFC championship of the world. Barry, are you excited for this fight 
and no other fight on the card. Oh, 100% like anyone else. Uh, quick thing to say, Whitaker is after pulled out of his last two fights. So we don't know if he's 100% going to make it, but he better. I, I 100% have a feeling this is his time. Uh, the last 16 months, Adesanya has fought six times. Whitaker has fought none. Um, Adesanya is the current interim champ. Whitaker is the current champ. Ross, it all goes down on Saturday. We're going to see who the king of... Uh, but, 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 but where would that be? The king of the o- oceanic uh, yeah, Oce- hemisphere. Yeah, <laughs> Ross uh, Whitaker, Adesanya, this weekend. Let us know what you think. For me, if you asked me this question six months ago, I would have probably been like, oh no, Whitaker. Whitaker's looking unbeatable at the moment. He, he doesn't He doesn't stop. He doesn't give up. But I actually thought Whitaker lost his last fight at UFC 225 to the OL Romero. And he got dropped a few times. And I feel if he gets dropped against Stahlbender, which he probably will, Stahlbender is like the slicker striker of the two I think he'll get the job done to be honest alright what's your take on it see because oh, like because of, well we haven't met Adesanya but like we met Whitaker and such a nice guy I feel like Adesanya puts it on a lot so therefore it's easier for me to like Whitaker yeah um, so this isn't a popularity contest I know I'm getting into it I'm getting into it I'm, t- I'm coming to the, from the origin of what my thoughts come from right um, Whitaker is obviously the champ hasn't fought in so long Adesanya stayed fresh Um See the thing is, I want to side with Whitaker, but I think like Adesanya is like fresher. Um, he can also like probably like teep kick into the stomach. I think Whitaker has definitely left something in the octagon the last two times he fought Romero, yeah. whereas Adesanya I think only did last time. But uh, Whitaker's only real chance is to take Adesanya down, and if he can't do that, he's also smaller. Adesanya will just can just he won't. I don't think he'll knock him out. I think he'll go the full distance. I think it's gonna be like an Adesanya Gaslam part two. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I think Adesanya in the last fight against Gaston, I feel like he got that. I have that in me, that heart yeah. of a champion, as opposed to Whitaker, already knows he's the heart of a champion, and he's almost like it's almost Robbie Lawler esque, as in like you eventually go brain dead, but would give over, will you? Oh, yeah, yeah. And like that's how I look at Robert Whitaker now, and like not in a bad way. Obviously, he's still young and. He's an incredible champion and he's very, very well-rounded. Yeah. I just feel like he's taking the, those few too many unnecessary shots to the head from people like Yoel Romero. He got knocked out by Wonderboy as well. I look, just look at Adesanya and go, he probably has more of a blueprint to beat Whitaker than yeah. Whitaker does to beat Adesanya. Yeah, I say Adesanya is more polished, especially in striking. Mm. Whitaker is more of a wrestler. But, but you never know, Whitaker might go for a takedown. Like a lot of people don't notice, but like Whitaker actually tried to go out for a the Australian Olympic wrestling team. Well, that's what I mean. The, uh, yeah. the only way I t- can see him winning is with like to take him down. But let's see what, what that happens. You know what he could do? He could take him down for the first two rounds and like just like absolutely gas him over, and that that, that could be it over. That's very I mean? true. So we're both going out of Sanya, are we? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, who do you think the winner should take on next as well before we wrap up the show, Ross? Jeez, um, I suppose can near call out the winner, but I have not much interest in that. No. Um, I suppose Paulo Costa is really the only logical person for them to fight, isn't it? After he yeah. beat Romero by split decision. Let's see. Maybe. Yeah, let's see. That's actually not a bad that show. That was UFC 241, I think. Yeah. Well, um, the, really, see, the, all the rest of the fights on the card aren't that great. Oh, I've just taken on Dan Hooker. Tie two Vasas on the card as well. And uh, Holly Holm, unfortunately, pulled out. But yeah. uh, that's the fight to watch. Who, we'll be like keeping you updated one? as well, by the way. I like Quinton going to go for. It doesn't, me. D- doesn't really bother me at all. Yeah, but it could be a nice fight. Actually, a bit of a sl- uh, slobber knocker. All right, fair play to the boys. Well, we'll keep you up to date on everything during the week. And um, thanks for staying in. Enjoy. Anything else, Ross? No, thanks a million. Like, subscribe. You know what to do. And as always...
Stay energized. Stay energized.